Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. Star Wars 7 by 7 episode 1290 today. The last Jedi DLC and Project Resurrection from Star Wars Battlefront 2. Here are all the details for you and how it ties in to The Last Jedi. Punch it, Chewie. I'm Amy Rackliffe with Lattes with Leia, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and this is a full spoiler podcast, so if you have not yet checked out the last Jedi DLC on Battlefront 2 and you don't want it spoiled for you, well then save this for a later date. But if you want to hear the story details which tie all the way back into the Battlefront 2 Inferno Squad novel to the regular gameplay from Battlefront 2 when it was released, as well as The Force Awakens, The Last Jedi, and and Cobalt Squadron, the novel by Elizabeth Wren, of all things. Well then, stick with me. And if you'll recall back to mid-December when I ran Safe Week, that was the week before the release of The Last Jedi, where I said, hey, don't worry, you can listen to the podcast safely and you won't hear anything about The Last Jedi. Well, what I was talking about during that week was the story mode for Battlefront 2 for the most part. And one of the things that was left hanging for us, which was then resolved in the DLC for The Last Jedi, was the final scenes with Hask and Del from Inferno Squad. Of course, they are no longer with Inferno Squad anymore. Hask is now an officer with the First Order, and Del was a private citizen running a shipping company, or at least co-owning a shipping company with Aiden. At least that's the presumption, even though the DLC for The Last Jedi for Battlefront 2 picks up with Aiden and her daughter Zay, Z-A-Y, and that would be Del and Aiden's daughter Zay, flying X-Wings around in a comet cluster. And it seems unusual that, you know, if they're in civilian life that they would have X-Wings, but then again, maybe it's just Del and Aiden's X-Wings from all the way back in the Battle of Jakku, and they're just... 30-year-old flyers, and they're just, you know, <laughs> decommissioned, basically. Anyway, so they're out practicing flying around in this comet cluster when they get an urgent communique from the Corvus, and when we left things cliffhangering at the end of the Battlefront story mode, the Corvus was actually left by itself on the Pilio system, and Dell and his crew were all made to disappear by Gleb and by Hask. Gleb, of course, well, yeah, she was the person from Vardos who was doing all the training of the people in the Imperial Academy at Vardos. She was the protectorate there. 
Anyway, what you need to know is that to investigate what happened on the Corvus, they have to go to the last system that Dell was at, which was the Athula system. Now, he had been apparently somehow involved in the search for Lorsan Tekka and knew something about it, but the Athula system doesn't have any information about that. What the Athula system has is a group of pirates that are being led by a frigate called the Opportunity and and a rather unsavory character by the name of Lima Kai. And Lima Kai is stealing families from the planet Athula as well as other planets. It's strongly implied by Lima Kai as part of the dogfight that happens as Aiden and Zay are going to <laughs> destroy all of the forces around the opportunity here. So ultimately what they find out is that this Project Resurrection situation is what the First Order has named their operation for kidnapping people off of various planets and forcing them to become stormtroopers. So to continue to follow these leads to try and find Dell, they have to find where Gleb is and see if Gleb knows anything about what happened to Dell. And Gleb is back on Vardos as it turns out, Aiden's home world. So <laughs> that's not a pretty place when they go there. It's raining atmospheric ash from the effects of Operation Cinder, that weather apocalypse thing that they unleashed upon Vardos, which was the whole cause of Aiden actually defecting from the First Order and going to the Rebellion, then the New Republic, and then, I guess, into private life from there. Because she says that she didn't join the Resistance, and she actually regrets having not done that or not having done that because then perhaps she could have made a difference in things. So it turns out when they get there, it's too late. Gleb is already dead and Gleb has been killed by Hask, who basically says, ha, now I'm going to really have a field day with you and you destroyed my family, which was Inferno Squad, so now I'm going to destroy yours. And he has his Star Destroyer of the Retribution shoot down the Corvus, which supposedly had Zay on it, but no, Zay actually jumped into an escape pod and managed to get away naturally. And so now they have to get off Vardos, though they actually get into a bunch of TIE Fighters and decide that if they're going to do anything here, they might as well try and warn the Resistance about how bad things are with the First Order. Of course, the Resistance has already kind of found that out because while they're on Vardos, they actually see these horrible lights in the sky that are the lights of Starkiller Base firing on Hosnian Prime. But they don't know all of that just yet. At least they don't know that the Resistance knows how bad it is. Anyway, so they managed to find a way onto the Retribution and while the Retribution is in hyperspace, they decide, well, let's sabotage the hyperdrive, get what information we need to get off of the computers on the Retribution. And as soon as we yank the ship out of hyperspace, then we can escape. And it becomes a radical and dangerous plan that almost goes awry when Hask figures out that they are on board the ship. He manages to get the drop on both Aiden and Zay. And ultimately, they're able to get the drop on Hask and kill him successfully. But unfortunately, Aiden is injured in the whole situation, and she does not survive the mission. And so there is a very heroic but very bittersweet ending to Battlefront 2. At least that part is, but there is still hope, and hope is also kindled in the final scenes of the Battlefront 2 Last Jedi DLC, which I will tell you about after the break. Stay tuned. 
Hey Rebel Rouser, if you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. So Zay and Shriv are able to get back to Dakar in a Special Forces TIE fighter and manage not to get shot down in the process. And the fleet is already evacuating from the Resistance base. So Zay and Shriv have arrived and are thrilled to be able to transport with them plans for the forced order dreadnought for them to analyze and find a weakness on and leia organa herself shows up on a comm transmission and says that she will make sure that commander dameron gets the schematics for the first order dreadnought right away so that he can analyze them but rather than have them join the fleet in their escape Leia says she has an urgent mission for Zay and says that she's so sorry that she has to send Zay on this mission knowing how much she's lost and how tired they must be. But they have allies in the Outer Rim and she needs Zay and Shriv to go find them. And so, of course, Zay and Shriv say, yes, of course we will do it. And they turn themselves right back around and go in hyperspace. And that is the way that the Project Resurrection Last Jedi DLC for Battlefront 2 ends on another cliffhanger. And it's going to be really interesting to see how they pursue this because then we're getting into beyond Last Jedi space and how far are they actually going to do that while J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio are working on the particulars for Episode 9. It seems like they would have to have a really good handle on the plot for Episode 9 and when in the timeline it's going to take place before they let anything happen with Zay Versio's story or actually Zay Miko. I'm not sure. We don't get a last name. We don't know <laughs> if if Iden took uh, Dell's last name or if they just kept their last names and what they did is she's Zay Miko Versio. Is she Zay Versio Miko? Anyway, <laughs> a side note for another time. Oh, and I did not tell you what the connection was with the Cobalt Squadron novel by Elizabeth Wren that features Rose and Paige Tico. One of the systems that they find out the First Order is stealing families from is the Atomic System, which is the system that houses the planet that Rose and Paige hail from, Hayes Minor. So that's where the tie-in to that novel is, too. And that, my friends, is going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much for listening, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you go out into an asteroid cave, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you want to join the inner circle of fans, become a patron of the show at patreon.com SW7x7. It doesn't feel like rock, it's destiny unleashed. 
This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 